On Friday, November 14th, heavy snow and ice caused a roof to collapse at Woodgrain Millwork in Prineville. Thankfully, no one was injured. Crook County's third largest employer, the mill had been owned by various companies since the 1930s. Under its present ownership, which is headquartered in Fruitland, Idaho, the mill used cutting and ripping equipment to start the process of turning lumber into windows and doors. Eleven days later, on Tuesday, November 25th, the company gathered its employees in a private meeting and told them that they were not going to rebuild and that they were all losing their jobs. Actually, 130 jobs were gone immediately, another 85 by the end of the year. They need some people to stay on to help with the closing process. But that wasn't the end of the bad news. They were also told their health insurance was ending that evening at midnight. Prineville used to be known as a mill town. Five sawmills employed many people, and families had several generations working at the same mill. Not anymore. Unemployment in Crook County has been hovering around 10.2%, almost twice the national average. Over the last six years, it has either been the highest or second highest unemployment in the state. How high will it go now with upwards of 200 more people unemployed is anyone's guess. To Woodgrain's credit, the company recently brought 19 former Prineville workers to its mills in Idaho, gave them tours, and offered them jobs at the mills there. The company is also offering some educational reimbursement for people looking to retrain, but no severance packages and no extended insurance coverage. Woodgrain even helped organize a job fair on Thursday, November 4th in Prineville. Approximately 30 Central Oregon companies attended on short notice, as well as the state's employment division, WorkSource Oregon, talking with former Woodgrain employees about their openings. Stephen Bettis is the Vice President of Operations with Renewal, a medical device reprocessor based in Redmond. You feel bad for all the employees at Woodgrain, right? But I think the takeaway, if you look around this room, is how many employers on short notice got here quickly because really, when you look at Central Oregon, we're not about Primeville, Band, Redmond, Sisters. We're about Central Oregon. So I think it's really important to note that all the manufacturers and businesses came out together as a group. And I think that's the takeaway I see today. Um, of course, we're, we're looking for employees. We're a growing business. So, you know, unfortunately, their pain is, is maybe our gain. But again, it's, it's important people are employed. So, you know, we can live with that, right? Unless you've been through a similar experience, it's hard to imagine the pain and sadness experienced by former employees of Woodgrain. Nola was with the company for about 21 years. I worked in the cut shop where the roof actually came down. We all got out safely, but it could have been a lot worse. I seriously thought they were going to reopen. I figured they'd have to tear it down and rebuild, but I never saw that coming. We didn't matter much. Our, our hard work for all those years, there's people that have been there much longer than I have, and it's all over. And, you know, they that's all they've ever done their whole life, and it's gone. Nola's daughter, Jessica, also worked at Woodgrain. Well, I only worked there for two years. I worked in molders. I worked on one of the paint lines, grading, stacking down, tallying. I didn't mind the work at all. Well, I'm broke. I <laughs> There's nothing I can do. You know, unemployment only goes so far, and then you have to find work with through the holidays. You know, and not everybody's thinking about that right now, and Christmas is going to be a, a struggle. Like Nola and Jessica, many former employees are firmly planted in Prineville. Their extended families are here, they own a home, and given millwork pay scales and the cost of living elsewhere, moving is not feasible. 
Troy was a finger joint operator who had been with Woodgrain for 16 years. He's trying to make sense of the sudden loss of his livelihood. Well, I was a little upset, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do, so really not a possibility for me to move. I, I own a home here, so kids go to school here, so. Sherry was a coordinator in the value-added area at Woodgrain. She's been in Prineville and Wood Products a long time and feels like she's been through all the ups and downs. 38 years. Well, I saw the spotted owl. I saw the uh, 80s where the interest rate went up to 22%, remember? Um, a lot of people lost their jobs then, totally lost their jobs. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot, all the swings. Career-wise, the wood products industry is all she's ever known. Right now, that's the only skill I have, so that's what I do. But if I have the opportunity to go to school, I'll go to school. With Facebook and Apple data centers now located in Prineville, it may be a little easier for those former employees with computer skills to find new jobs. Cy was a machine scheduler who'd been with Woodgrain about six months. So basically it was my job to make sure all the machines were running and running the right kind of wood and getting them done on time. Um, I'm in IT, so I actually have a couple different opportunities. Facebook is a possibility, contacts possibility. I have one guy here actually offered to bring me on immediately. KTVZ-TV recently reported that According to Occupational Safety and Health Administration online inspection records over the last eight years, Woodgrain has had 20 violations, 10 of which were labeled serious. Given this information, you'd think there would be more ex-employee outrage. Not so much. Johnny is a paint line operator who'd been with Woodgrain for about 10 months. I, I heard that they had had sanctions and stuff, you know, that they were supposed to take care of that they didn't or something like that. But I, I, either way, it's a, it's a natural disaster. It's, it's uh, I wouldn't exactly call it an act of God, but it's a natural disaster, and, and you know, things happen. It's not anybody's fault, you know, and these guys are doing as, as, you know, they're trying to help us out. They're giving us, you know, opportunities for school and stuff, so, you know, they're, they're doing what they can to help us out because, I mean, we didn't cause it, they didn't cause it. Troy had a similar perspective about Woodgrain. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I mean, they, it really wasn't their fault. I mean... They don't have a choice, they have a business to run, so. You have to wonder, however, if employees had been injured when the roof collapsed. Would there be more outrage, more anger towards Woodgrain and their occupational safeguards? Sherry may have summed up her colleague's attitude toward Woodgrain best. They're doing their business, big business, that's all it is. But it is amazing, given everything they are going through, that former Woodgrain employees have empathy for the effect this will have on the entire community. Very sad because it's not only going to affect myself and all the other employees, but the whole town. The whole town's going to suffer. Mostly just about this town. It was the largest mill in town, and it really affected a lot of people. Just how the cards fall sometimes, you know. So I got over it, and a lot of people did too. You know, they finally realized, look, it's it's hard for everybody. So you know, you just roll with it and hope that something comes along that's a little easier to deal with. You know. Wish a buck was still silver It was back when the country was wrong Back before Elvis And before the Vietnam War came along In Prineville, Oregon, I'm Bill Mintains. Before the Beatles and yesterday when a man could still work, still would. Just a 
Best of the free life 